amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. I'm Tom Busby, CNBC. Delta Airlines today dealing a big blow to Boeing. Delta ordered 100 new passenger jets, nearly $12 billion worth of new aircraft, but it was from European plane maker Airbus, not Boeing. Despite that, Boeing shares ended at a new all-time high, but not much else did. The Dow down 76, the Nasdaq down 19. Now, stocks lost some early gains on worries that that GOP tax cut bill, which will be unveiled tomorrow, may not pass unless more tax credits are put back in. Disney spending more than $52 billion for Fox's movie studio, massive film library, and the FX and National Geographic cable TV channels as it beefs up its content before launching several planned streaming video services. First-time jobless claims down sharply last week, down by 11,000. And a disturbing new study found that more than 4 in 10 working women say they've been discriminated against at work because of their gender. Tom Busby, CNBC. Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-501-3689 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-501-3689 for your free author submission kit. Again, 800-501-3689. Attention small business owners. You know how hard it is to get funding to grow your business. Next Wave Funding is a direct funder that can help you get the cash you need when you need it, even if your credit is not that great. If you've been in business for over one year, have at least $12,000 in sales every month, Next Wave will purchase your future earnings and give you the money you need. It's as simple as that. This is by far the easiest and best funding for existing businesses. Call 800-430-4566. That's 800-430-4566. And now, the Inland News Update with Blake Trover. Officials in Southern California say progress is being made against the Thomas Fire. 
Ventura County Chief Mark Lorenzen talked about the multi-agency cooperation in fighting the blaze. More than 100 crews, including 7,500 firefighters from 10 states, have worked to gain control of the fire. The fire has scorched over 238,000 acres since it began eight days ago. More than 1,100 structures have been damaged and destroyed in Ventura and Santa Barbara counties. The fire is now 30% contained. Riverside County firefighters made quick work of a potentially dangerous blaze on the outskirts of Banning Wednesday. The 20-acre fire was contained less than three hours after it was reported near Shirleyan Drive and the old Banning Idlewild Road. There are still no new regulations on short-term vacation rentals in San Diego. Randy Fuller has the story. The city council came up short again yesterday on regulating homes used as Airbnb and home away locations. Council members failed last year to ban short-term rentals in residential neighborhoods. Certain restrictions are getting support like a three-night minimum stay and homeowners paying for permits and room taxes. However, the 10-hour marathon meeting produced no comprehensive agreement on the issue. Randy Fuller, NBC News Radio. A Southern California man gets the death sentence for torturing his son to death. Charlie Mullick has more. A Palmdale man who tortured and murdered his girlfriend's eight-year-old son is going to death row. A Los Angeles jury recommended that Azara Aguirre be put to death for the 2013 killing of Gabriel Fernandez. The boy's mother is awaiting trial for her part in the boy's death and also faces the possibility of the death penalty. The victim was repeatedly shot with a BB gun, beaten, and forced to sleep in a small cabinet with his hands and feet bound and his mouth gagged. Now back to you, Blake. Your forecast for today, 77 degrees in Redlands, cooling off to 49 degrees by tonight. With the Inland News Update, I'm Blake Trolley. From the KCAA Weather Center, I'm Kenneth Casey. For this afternoon, now until Friday, a red flag warning is in effect. Otherwise, expect sunshine for this afternoon with highs in the upper 70s. Tonight, mostly clear skies are expected with a low of 51. And into your Friday, sunny skies with a high of 78. I'm Kenneth Casey, broadcasting live from the Tri-City Center at the 10 and 210 freeways. We are the trifecta of talk in Southern California, KCAA 102.3 FM Riverside, 106.5 FM Redlands, and the Legacy, 1050 AM Loma Linda, San Bernardino. This is Gary Garver. If you're a coffee drinker like I am and enjoy special brews that have a unique taste, I have the perfect premium selection for you, Volcanic Red Coffee. Volcanic Red Coffee receives its great green coffee beans from all over the world. Volcanic Red drum roasts their beans by hand for the optimal roast experience. They then put their whole or grinded coffee beans in pods and packages and ship them out to you the same day you place your order. Volcanic Red Coffee takes great pride in making sure your coffee is as fresh as if you picked the coffee beans yourself. Right now, Volcanic Red Coffee is offering a 50% discount on all coffee products. Go to www.volcanicredcoffee.com. That's www.volcanicredcoffee.com. And type in the promo code GARY50 to receive a 50% discount. That's promo code GARY50. That's a 50% discount off of two or more bags or pods. Volcanic Red Coffee for all your premium coffee needs. Locals in Loma Linda and Redlands all know and love the Family Homestyle Cafe, the home of the world's largest pancakes and the delicious mouth-watering food cooked up daily by their well-trained chefs. Sizzling thick-cut bacon, ham, and hand-pressed sausage. They take pride in the best quality, great economical values, with better portions served up with the pride of local ownership and great service. Near the corner of Anderson and Redlands Boulevard in Loma Linda, if you haven't tried out Chef Mark's Delights, you haven't had some of the best food in the area. 
Yep. And now, Chef Mark is upgrading his cafe and offering space for on-site gatherings, luncheons, and parties. Add a DJ for a great holiday party or luncheon, and you've got a no-fuss event with all the bells and whistles. Call Mark today at 909-478-9996. That's 909-478-9996. Or stop by the Homestyle Cafe in Loma Linda at Anderson and Redlands Boulevard. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the greatest real estate investment show ever. Here's the flip-flop investor himself, Todd Bayer. Hey, everyone. This is the Flip-Flop Investor Show, and I am your host, Todd Bayer, the flip-flop investor himself. Every week, we get together and talk about real estate investing here in the Inland Empire. We usually get together with a local expert. Sometimes we get together with a local newbie and talk about real estate investing who they are, what they do, and hopefully that inspires you in some way to invest in real estate or maybe uh, get yourself out of the stock market and get yourself into the real estate market or something. That's just what we hope to do. Uh, today in the studio, we have uh, a very special guest. He's actually the fourth time he's been on the show, and uh, yeah, we're happy to have him. He was our first ever guest on the show, and now he's back again to tell us all his new trade secrets that he's been hiding out uh, these all these last few months. So uh, please welcome Jim Keller. How are you doing, Jim? Hey, I am great, man. It's nice to be here. Very exciting, actually. This this office is fantastic. I absolutely love the new studio. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we call it the studio, but it's also my office. But yeah, I love it. Thank you. Yeah. yeah I've it's, spent uh, a lot of time and money on this things, are, things must be going well. Things are going well for us. Yeah, we're doing really, really well. We're as busy as we've ever been at this moment. So, you know, sometimes taking the little break out here during the day to do the uh, to do the show is sometimes like, oh, you know, I got I oh, so much stuff to I do. I can but. imagine. I know I'm really looking forward to the Christmas party. It's going to be really fun. Oh, you're talking about the Illinois Empire Real Estate Investment Club Christmas party. Yeah. It's going to be tomorrow night. Oh, man, I can't wait. It's going to be so fun. What, you do all the door prizes? Yeah, door prizes. We got yeah. an open bar. I don't know if that's a good idea or not. We're going to find I'm out gonna. Tomorrow. I'll tell you what, I'm going to get my money's worth. For 50 bucks, I get to eat all the food I want and yeah. booze? Well, 50 bucks if you prepaid. You know, because for all the people that RSVP, you know, I'd say... Today's the deadline because only smart people uh, listen to this show. I can tell you right now, everyone will. Anyone listening is going to prepay. I guarantee you. You know, last year we thought the same thing, but like sixty percent of the people that came didn't prepay. They paid at the door and paid. It's all the new blood, man, that you you guys attract because of the cool event. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be cool. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be a pajama party, but a pajama party, but not mandatory. You don't have to wear pajamas. (laughs) But there's a rumor that there may be a pajama contest. I'm sorry, it's really hard for me to keep a straight face. We're going to go to a pajama party. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a grown-up pajama party, real estate investor networking event. It's just a lot of fun. We just mostly focus on networking, but also we talk about the Flippy Award, which is the flip of the year. So all the all the contestants, all the people that are trying out to win the Flippy Award for 2017 are going to be presenting their uh, their their best flip that they did all year. So Well, I gave my best last year and was beat out by... Um, Drew and Drew, Tom. yes, exactly. Which they were very uh, deserving. 
But uh, I told my wife, I go, if, if you want to win this award, I think she ought to put her best foot forward on it. So okay, I think so. she's at home right now trying to figure out which one she's going to uh, you know, put on the list. Well, it's a little late because the deadline was Monday. So. Oh, man, are you kidding me? Yeah, but, you know, who knows? Uh, well, maybe, if, if you, maybe if there's, you know, I don't know if the judges are taking bribes, but, you know, I wouldn't put it past them. Listen, if they're taking bribes, <laughs> I want that book list, okay? Oh, I'm, I'm putting my name on that one right away. So the book list, yeah, that's going to be one of the door prizes. It's going to be yeah. the list of all the books that we recommend people read. We're going to give away this one big stack. So you're going to get all of the books. So instant real estate investor library. Is that what I mean? Pretty much. And these are the books that, you know, myself, Stephen, some of the other club members have all gone through. And we've said, these are the, hands down, these are the best books if you want to become a real estate investor. Things like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, Building Wealth One House at a Time by John Schaub. You know, books like that. So uh, if you're interested, yeah, come to the party tomorrow night. It's going to be at the... uh, uh, Citrus State Historic Park in isn't, Riverside. Isn't that off of La Sierra and Lincoln, I think it is? Nope. You're completely the other side of town. It's on Van Buren and Dufferin. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so it's uh, you know, you kind go. of in between yeah, Orange I, Crest I know and at. Riverside, I know at. 91. Awesome. Good news. You, you know, um, funny thing is you're talking about the books, okay? Yeah. Uh, I told a friend of mine uh, earlier today, I was at breakfast, and I said, oh, yeah, I'm going to, I got a radio show appearance. It's going to be fun. I'm, you know, I've done it a couple times before. And he kind of looked at me a little strangely, like, like, dude, we're doing a deal here and you're leaving? Like, to do a radio show? Like, what, what are you thinking about? Well, when um, NBC makes the call, you well, don't say no. Well, there you, know? you go. That's exactly right. And that's, you know, that is funny because that's exactly what I said. I go, well, you know, it's just NBC. You know, yeah. I kind of laughed. Um, but I told him, I said, no, it's the education. The education is what's cool about uh, what I really like. That's what it, you guys offer. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I go to other club meetings. I go to, and I'm not, by all means, uh, down talking any of the other clubs out there. They all, they all kind of have their own little niche. But the level of education that I personally have gotten from, you know, the council from you, the mm-hmm. council from Steve, a lot of the other members, um, it, it just kind of makes my job a lot easier. Uh, for some real heady stuff, like yeah. how do you syndicate? How like how, what if I want to start uh, offering people? Um, uh, uh, if I want to start getting loans or giving them trustees, so I can purchase even more properties, yeah. uh, the kind of insight you've given me um, is is helpful. And I know uh, in the past when I first started working here, or when I started started working on deals, getting the right information was difficult because just because somebody who you think's an expert in the field is doing it one way, it by no means means it's the right way. Yeah, or the only way. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. So that education aspect of what you guys have to offer, uh, it really, it excites the heck out of me. It, it, it was, it's what keeps me coming back and I uh, it, may, it I feel good about what I'm doing because uh, because I was so in the dark for so many years. Yeah. And even now, I mean, I, I I was uh, I when you asked me to come come uh, and 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 talk today, uh, I was you know kind of like, hey, what are we going to talk about? And y- you know, I've gone through some pretty crazy things in the last uh, you know few months. Mm-hmm. Uh, just you know, the business is difficult. It's really really difficult. I'm an expert uh, at acquisitions. Yeah, I'm really good with the contracts. I'm really good with escrow. I'm really good with my investor relations. Yep. Those kind of things are really in my wheelhouse. I have a tremendous amount of construction experience and and uh, f- controlling the funds that kind of move in, in and out of my company. 
but I, you know, I count on a lot of people to do things properly. And, uh, you know, that was one, that was something that happened to us. And that's, that's, you know, what I'm really hoping to kind of offer you guys today is, is just because you have something set up into place, it doesn't mean everything's going to go perfectly. Yeah. And, uh, I, I got caught kind of flat footed to be honest with you. Um, I think we finally figured out that, uh, you know, this, our, my little, my, my problem that I had with, uh, with one of my contractors and, you know, some of the other staff I had, you know, it's going to end up, you know, it's going to end up kind of spanking me for a, you know, you know, 10, 20,000 bucks, to be honest with Man. you. And it hurts. Yeah. But, um, f- but fortunately we purchased the properties properly. We mm-hmm. had a good plan on, on how to, you know, get out of them. And, uh, you know, I've got one property in particular in the wood streets that's, it's going to, you know, we're going to get some, uh, red ink, unfortunately mm-hmm. on that one deal. But, uh. You know, at least we're going to get out of the situation we're in. And the best... Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Part is, is uh, I brought in, uh, you know, a, a, a great uh, contractor and a great uh, manager. I know yeah. you know who I'm talking about. I do. Um, and, uh, and, and I'm actually better. Yeah. So I'm actually better today, way better today than I was two months ago. Uh, and, and if all that cost me was... Eighteen thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm way ahead of the game, and it feels good. Cheap education, exactly. Cheap education. But you know, I mean, that's why they call it the flip flop investor show because we talk about the flips, we talk about the flops. You know, so you know those flops are the ones you end up learning more on than you do on the flips sometimes because you know the flips. You're just a genius, and you know you had this all planned out. It worked out exactly as you thought it would. But on the flop, you're like, okay, what went wrong? You got to go back and sort of figure out where was the breakdown here. And oftentimes it's in communication with your team. You know, I I know for us, you know, we had a lot more issues before we started implementing Slack. Slack is an app that we use for communication between all the parties involved in a deal. So if we have, you know, one, two, three main streets of flip, we have the contractor on there, we have the realtor on there, we have myself, Steven, you know, our admin. And uh, and Tyler, you know, and also our uh, you know our in-house acquisitions guy. Everybody's on the same channel, so we can all talk about that deal. So if, for example, a house gets broken into, you know, we can have people there. Everyone right on, knows. Yeah, everybody knows about it right at the same time, and everybody yeah. knows what they need to do at that point. Well, it's no secret uh, with from your council. I mean, that's essentially what we went to. Is we went yeah. to the Slack app, and it's it, first of all. I love it. It's it's very expensive. It's free. Okay, you have to you have to run it on your phone. Sure. I mean, okay, and uh, it's just fantastic uh, because uh, having everything at your in your pocket, everything on your phone, and so it can be a Sunday evening, and I can be at my mother in law's house, and if there's a problem on the house, uh, I know about it, and uh, I didn't say I had to respond. Right, but uh, I, I know the chatter that's going back and forth. I know what contractors are out that day. Um, if there's a big, big hubbub going on at one of the projects, and let's say I was scheduled to have an investor there, I can take him to another property. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I love it, and I can't believe I 
spent the first couple of years, you know, flipping at I think a pretty high level without it. It kind it's, of freaks me out. Yeah, because you think about all the phone calls you have to make. Let's assume you're the one that got privy to the information first. Mm-hmm. The house was broken into. You know, now you have to call everybody mm-hmm. in sequence. <laughs> you yeah, know? and it, it, the amount of time you save on just putting it on the channel once, and everybody sees it. And everybody knows what to do at that point. And you can assign a task to somebody straight to it right there. You can say, you know, hey, John, I need you to go to the house and fill out a police report. You know, whatever. That's the next step. Well, I think that's what I like probably about it the most is I'm, um, I, I can be intense about a problem. And I mean, I, I, I can actually cause myself more trouble because <laughs> of the intensity and the, the, and it's just sort of, it's my nature. It's, you know, I've always been sort of a dysfunctional guy. So, you know, overreacting is kind of what I do really well. Okay. So the slack has enabled me to kind of take a more of a 40,000 feet in the air sort of view of my business. Right. And because of it, it's, it's brought a new level of confidence. And uh, like, for instance, I spent all day yesterday working on the acquisition for three new properties. And these are out, the, all three of these properties are outside of what I would say my typical uh, deals. I would say 80% of my transactions are within 20 miles of my house, which I live in uh, Riverside. Yeah. Um, so I have this. These new contracts are in a great city that I know you love doing deals in, Pacific Palisades. Oh, wonderful! Yeah. Yes, exactly. So I've got a Pacific Palisades, and unfortunately, it's at the very top edge. You know, it's uh, uh, w- way above the uh, Getty uh, Museum up there. Okay. Um, so I've got that one, which. I got to tell you, with before I had Slack and before I had the control that I would have, I probably would have passed on it because it's just too far away and it's too too much going on there. Mm-hmm. But with the new system, because of my 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 my, my problems yeah. that I've had to enact this new system, I have a lot more confidence when it comes to stuff like that. So I've got Pacific Palisades, Costa Mesa, and Anaheim. Uh, the Anaheim project is some we do a lot of business in Anaheim, so that's yeah. really not much of a stretch for me. But it's still it's still nice. The system allows me to take on more responsibility and to expand my my footprint yeah. in the area, which only means you know a better you know bottom line for us. And you know I'm I'm sure I'm sure it'll be more there there'll be challenges, but uh, at least I know I have the ongoing you know day to day operations of them handled well. And I, I gotta say thank you, man. I gotta oh, say absolutely. thank you because I'd be. I got to tell you, I don't know where I'd be today if uh, if I didn't come to you guys and say, hey, you know what, you know what do you think here? And you know, a lot of it was done through your construction manager, which you graciously uh, helped me out with. Well, but, you originally uh, hooked us up with the guy. Yeah. I know. I, I that's think that's funny. actually a, that is. It's actually a good story. Uh, you know, um, didn't he do your kitchen for you? Yeah, I, he did. I think he that's actually did what my happened. Personal yeah. kitchen. Yeah. But yeah, he did my personal kitchen. Then he did a couple of yeah. flips for us as well, you know. And then we, he, well, he wanted to take on a different role. He didn't want to be a contractor anymore. What he wanted to do was be a project manager, where he would oversee multiple contractors. And you know, he didn't. He just didn't want to be the contractor anymore, where he had to be on site, you know, directing people. He I think wanted, he's making more money doing it this way. I, I think he's I making more he money. Or I think he's happier. And what I, so so that's a ne- another nice thing we could talk about. Yeah. Um, because I. I really like the idea of this this resource that we have and this capital. It's human capital. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have certain people that I know you guys do. Uh, you you guys are uh, it for me. I like to be able to come to you guys and say, "Hey, I was thinking of doing it this way," and just hearing, "Yeah, Jim, you're on the right path." 
it'll, it frees me. It frees me. It allows me to go somewhere else. And I, we, give I, you, we give you permission to do stuff. Huh? Well, yeah, you know, I, you know, I, I, I guess, I guess that is it. But it, for for me, I, I have, I'm, I'm, um, I'm sort of, oh, not sort of. You know, I'm the manic depressant. I'm the manic guy. I'm like, God, I got a million things going on in my head. And for me to be able to come back and, uh, and 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 kind of validate the real good ideas or the outside the box thinking or the the real touchdowns, for me to be able to validate that and move on quickly and go to the next touchdown, is is uh, is really what what you guys what that 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 leveraging human capital really kind of means to me. And when I see what's happened to uh, the con, you know our, our manager, okay. Yeah. Man, I'm just so I'm I'm I. It it really kind of validates that whole concept for me because um, he was unable, you know, and I think he would he would admit this. He was unable to kind of manage, you know, seven or eight jobs on his own. Right. Okay. When he was when he was the one making sure the nails were when he was the one pounding the nails and yeah. putting the drywall on on the walls. But I think he can, you know, I think he can run. 30 or 40 jobs the way he's doing it right now. I, 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 oh, I sure. think it's going to happen. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, it's, you get into a contractor and most of them can sort of, most, most of them can run a job. Yeah. A single job is not beyond any contractor's, you know, yeah. abilities for the most part, unless you get the wrong contractor. Yeah. But, uh, you know, some of them are pretty good. They can get up to three, four projects going at a time. But, you know, once you get up to like seven to 10, I mean, if they don't have a solid system in place of their own, you know, they should probably have a system yeah. like Slack built into their business too, where you know there's constant communication across all properties. It's just something yeah. that you know, get, it's it's like that next level. You know, like when you start out your first flip, you know, you're you're probably at the property yourself. You know, tearing. I was. Stuff, Rem- remember those out. first few projects we did together? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was there. Yeah, you, you were know? there quite a bit. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you ever put on any bags and brought your tools with you. Uh, I, I would, but the guys actually doing the work would laugh in my face. And yeah. I'm, uh, you know, I got a little bit of pride. You're I, not one for it, humiliation. Exactly, huh? exactly, exactly. So, yeah, but I, I mean, I know on my first project, I would you know, actually gotten involved and I bought tools, which I still own, which are still very nice in very <laughs> they're, they're good They're beautiful, condition. but not, yeah. not a scratch. Exactly, not a scratch on them. Condition. Yeah, exactly. I could sell them for the price I paid for. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it was funny because I, I tried to use them the other day and the batteries don't work because if you don't oh, use yeah? them, the batteries don't charge anymore. They're just dead. So I got to buy new batteries, you know. And uh, but anyway, yeah, I was at the property myself, uh-huh. you know, doing the work and trying to learn as much as I could because I didn't know anything about construction yeah. on my first flip. So, uh, yeah, having the contractors there and I offered to help each one of them, which probably slowed them all yeah. down, really. Yeah, but, you think you're like, hey, I'm in it with you, man. I'm ready to go. I want to help out. Yeah. And inside they're going, would you get the heck off of my job? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know what, I'll help yeah. you carry the tiles in. I'll help yeah. you do all that stuff that, you know, you- Problem is you don't stack it just right because right. they want to offset each box so yeah. they can they can lift it into another- Yeah, yeah. oh, I, I made sure those those yeah. boxes were stacked in yeah. a perfect column. Yeah, exactly. And I got yelled at for it because- Because yeah. they wanted an offset. Exactly. I, I, <laughs> so, but, but the, uh, so now you've got all of this experience and now you realize, wow, there is a rhyme or reason to all of this stuff. And I think that's really what- the whole education. I mean, not not that I'm trying to throw a class at you here right, or anything, I know, huh? but the idea is, is that I love that the guys that do this right, the guys that do this at a really high level, have amazing systems, and those systems are what leverage them into operating ten and fifteen and twenty and forty houses at a time. Yeah, and 
I always kind of, I had an idea that was the case. I, I knew that that's where it was. But I mean, I've got this big thing. I want to do 50 deals in 2018. Okay. Okay. So I've got to buy about five houses, uh, you know, five houses a month. Uh, you know, that way if I if I only do three one month, I'll, I'll still be able to make my goal. Sure. Okay. I, I don't believe I'm going to have a problem with the acquisitions of it because I control the acquisitions in our company. I don't, I'm not, I don't, I'm not like you guys yet. I don't have an acquisitions manager. Yeah. Maybe one day I will. Um, but I know my capabilities. I know I'm able to do that. I know I can manage that, those, those, those deals. But for me, it's, uh, you know, I got the, the deal out in Pacific Palisades, my first phone call which in the past probably wouldn't have been this phone call, but I called uh, the man, the construction manager, you know, and said, hey, uh, you know, do we have the capabilities to do this? And by the way, you do have the authority to, to red light this entire project. Yeah. So if you don't think we can pull this off, if you don't think we're, we're capable, our, our systems aren't strong enough to support a project 100 miles or 80 miles from, from our home base, mm-hmm. Let me know now, and I'll just I'll sell the project to somebody else or or whatever. Yeah. Um, and by the way, I do have a great contractor out there uh, that that I'm sure Mike will love to work with. Oh, cool. Yeah, and not the guy that we used. I was just gonna say, hmm, not, not I think the, I I met a couple contractors out there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. No, th- this guy's great. He's uh, he actually he works with a guy that builds a lot in that area. So, oh, wonderful. Yeah. I'll, I'll after the show I'll give you his info. So you can I knew there was up. a reason I was here. Yeah, there this was. was it. That was the this reason. Was it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, let's you know let's let's kind of flash back a little bit because I don't know if we've talked about really how you got into real estate in the first place. All right. Well, um, so a, a funny story is um, so I had I had unfortunately she's passed. I had an aunt May, and Aunt May was a lovely lady. Um, aunt May, I remember one time. So so I remember one time her saying. Why would you ever want to get into real estate? Because when I was 16 and 17 years old, I wanted to be in real estate. And that's an odd choice as a high schooler. Well, you know, I I I had I was um, uh, my mom and dad owned a lot of rental property when I was growing up. Okay. And they, my dad had a construction company, mm-hmm. and I grew up, you know, putting roofs on houses and being the hod tender for plasterers and cleaning up job sites. And, yeah. You know, I, I grew up doing that as a kid. Um, unfortunately, that was a lot. That would have been like the late seventies, and there, you know, that was twenty-two percent interest rates. Sure. And my dad's company, unfortunately, failed. And it, the funny part about it is, you know, we we were talking about our kids uh, before we we got on the show yeah. here uh, earlier, and you know, I just love my dad. My dad's like he's a real hero of mine. He's a great guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, my my mom and dad, but I'm talking about my dad specifically now, and and. Um, my dad uh, was kind of a fast and loose kind of a guy, okay? And I don't think he really uh, got the, the whole, like the big, the 40,000 foot in the air kind of kind of view of, uh, of what was going on. And he, he, he did really well construction-wise, and he got into a real estate office. And this, was a, this real estate agent was a, was a top-notch real estate uh, agent, and uh, it was actually a broker. And uh, this was a time when if you didn't want your house, you just go over to the real estate office and, and he'd say, well, uh, I'd be happy to do a wraparound or a, a yeah. subject to offer. And sure. he'd give the people $2,000 and they'd sign the deed over to these people. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the broker would go in back into the office and they'd literally have an auction in the in the uh, in, in the site. And so my mom and dad purchased a lot of homes this way. Right. It was it was kind of kind of neat. Well. Uh, the, the, the reason I'm telling you the story here is he didn't have a good system set up. 
and um, you know he got very ill one uh, one 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 time and uh, ended up going to the hospital for for actually a couple of months and the whole business sort of like collapsed around him and so everyone in our family was like why would you want to go into real estate after seeing like your what your parents had had gone through yeah but all I all I remember is the good things I right. remember the Lakers season tickets and the Kings season <laughs> tickets and and we were always flying somewhere to do something we had a beautiful motorhome we toured the country wow. and my my mom and dad we would we would go away for four weeks in the wow. summertime we'd get in the motorhome and f- drive to Florida you know and and uh, where most people would go to Disneyland no we wouldn't we would go into some, on some dirt road Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Go to the Florida Everglades and, and and see crocodile or yeah. is it alligators? I think it's alligators there, but I don't know. you get the point. <laughs> yeah, I, I, but I do remember going to a place one time, and the guy said, "Throw a shoe under your motorhome in the morning because the alligators like the warmth of the of the metal vehicle." Okay, and they will go underneath your car or underneath your motorhome, and in the morning when you walk out, you become alligator food. Okay, so. I remember opening up the door and we literally took a shoe and threw it underneath there to seeing if they we would stir anything around. Yeah. So th- that was my childhood and the freedom mm. that I got from that. So we we uh, my mom and dad knew somebody who was on a swamp and literally we got on their 50-foot boat and we they they, they caught a bunch of shrimp because they were shrimpers huh. and we would, we were throwing shrimp out in the water. So what does this have to do with why I got into real <laughs> yeah. estate? Well, I I can see it. Dude, I'm telling you, it's the freedom. I yeah. love it. It's my time. You know, today I was telling you my, my wife wants a new table. Yep. Okay? Well, I got to be home at 1:30 cuz we're going shopping for a table. Right. And um and I love and don't get me wrong, I we I work my my tail off and I know you do too, but the freedom of being able to do that, to do it on my time, it's it's worth it's worth the headache and the hassle. Yeah. You know? And I, I was kind of joking. I know I know the the, the TV is, is is only for a YouTube, but I always I put my hands up here on my forehead when I'm when I get a little stressed out, and it's it's no uh, it's 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 uh, <laughs> it's actually I think it's I brought it on myself. My my hairline just keeps getting taller and taller <laughs> and taller from rubbing. So I know it's hard work. And all, but the freedom is really what kind of drives me, and it's oh, the yeah. it's the why. It's the why I do this. So I saw this with my mom, my parents. I saw them go through a heartache, and what I did is uh, I started, uh, you know, I started just dreaming of doing these deals. I really did. I I, I wrote out more paper than you could ever imagine, hmm. but I did something that I, I hope everyone hears me say. I didn't do anything about it. I just dreamed. Yeah. I just dreamed and dreamed and dreamed, and I. Um, 
geez, I don't know. I was probably 34 years old, something like that. And I'd kind of failed at a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You know, I just never, my passion was real estate. Yeah. But I did a lot of stupid, like a lot of sales and I did construction. I did a lot of things like that. Yeah, I know you and sold windows. I sold, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what's cool about that is I learned a lot about like products. I learned a lot. I learned how to understand building plans and permits and things like that, which has come in handy now. But um, I, I went, you know, I kind of disappointed my wife one more time. And finally I said, you know, I'm going to go work at, a, at Track Homes. And, uh, and I'd already been doing loans. Um, and I was really a mediocre lender. I just I'm I don't work work well with others. You know I I honestly I don't. I mean I've 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 figured that out with myself that I'm a kind of a independent guy and I'm selfish and I want what I want when I want it. Yeah. And I didn't I wasn't a good service provider for for loans. Uh, so I started doing um, new home sales, um, and I got a job with a guy. His name is Louis Norwood, and he owns a company called Temps for tracks okay. and I was a temp worker and I remember making $11 an hour. Hey, that's not bad. God, it was 11 bucks an hour and I was like, honey, we can do it. I know we can do it. So I worked with them for about a month and then I got on, a, I got on with forecast homes. I, I did very well with them and then, and then uh, they wanted me to deliver homes that weren't finished. So that means closing escrow on homes that weren't finished. Mm. Okay, this was when I worked for the company of the gentleman you met at the airport. Okay, a couple days ago. Okay, yeah. So um, I had forty-three closings at quarter end. So it, when you work for a big developer, everything is quarter end, quarter end, and all the bonuses are derived from quarter end closings. Okay. So we only delivered nineteen closings on a four out of forty-three because the houses weren't done. Yeah. Well, somebody's head had to roll. It was mine. Ah. Uh. So I, I was gone from that. I went to another company, and I, I ended up staying there for almost 10 years. I really learned the business. It's really where, when I like to tell people, you know, I have 700 closings. Uh, a majority of those closings came with this company. There, mm-hmm. were, there were years where we closed 100 homes. And, and I, guess, I guess it's important for me to get that out to people, that, that uh, the way you go and, like the last, yesterday I said, hey, we've negotiated three sales. The way we do that is I have I have many Fridays where we close twelve homes in one day. Yeah, uh, that's I've I've done that multiple multiple times, and a lot of people don't understand that. I know I know you get it a lot of times. These people think they're they're going to be a, a real estate expert. Sure. Uh, you know, after their third transaction, and uh, I, we still screw up all the time, even though even though we have all these deals underneath us. But I, I, I did that for a while, and then that business died. In the in the financial crisis well, right. of 06 and 07, I started doing a resale business, and uh, it's a great you know I like re- resale a lot. I I wasn't really all that great at it in the beginning. My wife and I kind of did it together. We we had some success. Uh, I purchased my first flip home in 2009. And I only did a couple of deals after that, and then I did, and then finally I said, "Hey, I can't do this. I can't not do this business anymore because mm-hmm. I'd missed because of this dreaming I was talking about. Right. So I missed the big buildup in yeah. in uh, in nineteen in the eighties. Sure. Okay. I missed that. Yeah. Okay. Dreaming it know? away. Yeah. Okay. 
And then the and everything came to an end in 1990 because all the bases closed. Yep. And then there was a big buildup after that. Right. I missed that. Okay. Then I missed the big build because I was selling real estate. I was, you know, if you, that's that's. I hope all the realtors that are listening hear me say this. I was selling all of the stuff to other people and watching them make 70, 80, 90, 100,000 dollars a deal yeah. on stuff that I was so excited because I double end. I yeah. double ended a two hundred and eight thousand dollar transaction. I made twelve thousand, you know, yeah. four hundred dollars. Boy, I was so proud of myself. And then four months later, I see it back on the market for a hundred and sixty thousand dollars more than I sold them the property for. That, that happened to me a few times, and I realized I'm I'm doing this the, the wrong way. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you you know, it was probably you I sold the damn house to. It huh? Might have. I don't yeah, know. Exactly. Might have been. Who knows? Um, so, so from there, I, I did my, uh, I, when I say like the, like my modern flipping business that I have really started in Marino Valley. And uh, I, I, although I don't really remember all the numbers, I do remember getting a check for $27,000. Okay. And I said to myself, wow, if I can make $27,000 on, on one deal, I can do five of them. And if I can do five, I can do, I can do more. Yeah. So we've got... Uh, We've got 17 in inventory right now, and a couple of those are like new, new build up, you know, ground up homes that we're building. Sure. Um, but uh, you know, I my happiest. I'm like the, a boat owner. You, you know anyone that ever bought a big yacht? <laughs> the day I buy it, I'm so excited, and the day I sell it, everything else in between sucks. You know, <laughs> it's just one more mouth I got to feed. It's one more problem. Yesterday, I got a phone call from the San Bernardino uh, Police Department. Oh, yeah? Lovely people. Oh, okay? yeah. This is a really good story. I got to tell you okay, this. We okay, we got to hear this one. Okay. So, uh, I'm uh, at the house working away, and uh, the police, uh, the, my, the contractor calls, the manager calls and says, hey, the police, are, they're, they're, there's a squatter that's trying to get in, that, that says they have a lease agreement for the San Bernardino property. Okay. So, the, the short story is... Five weeks ago, the same thing happened, but it was a little uglier because there were guns pulled and it was oh. it was kind of frightening. Okay, we were the police came out. We were able to get rid of the people that were there, and everything's fine. So, so we disabled the electrical box. We took out the meter with the get water meter. We've put, wow. we put plugs in the gas meter so no one could turn anything on and, and get a, any kind of occupancy in the property. Yeah. So we went through quite a. Quite a bit of things, and and yes, that was a nice trick that maybe anyone listening can can hear. That this is you have to do this. You have to protect your asset. Of course. Okay. So and we also boarded up everything. We did it properly with two by fours on the insides, with right. all threads. We we really spent a lot of money making sure the place is secure because we don't want a code violation. That's right. really what, what what we're after. So anyway, well, plus um, I don't know if you know this, but city of San Bernardino, uh, I, we get it all the time when we do a deal in the city yeah. of San Bernardino. They'll send out a notice if they think that you're renting the property out, and you have to because you have to register the property as a rental. I there. I didn't know that, but thank God we weren't renting. Okay, yeah. so my guys are out there working yesterday, and sure enough, the the woman comes in and she freaks out, and they left the keys in the front door lock. Hmm. And of course, what did she do when she walked right up? She grabbed the keys. Yeah. Okay, so now she's got custody of our keys, and she's making a big scene. So I told the guys to call the police. The police came out. I'm on the phone with them. And basically, the, she made a mistake by telling the police, oh, I've been here since May. 
Well, they were just out there four weeks ago with a whole other group. So, you know, clearly she was. And and to the credit of the San Bernardino uh, Police Department, they were actually very nice. And I, I was a little over the top, you know, trying to prove my point with them. But they we got they got out of the property and uh, we got custody back of the property. But things like this are, well, are stuff that comes up every day sure. in our business. And and really being able to quickly and efficiently like handle things like that are are I don't want to say are a new thing for me, but I'm trying to do it without increasing my blood pressure. <laughs> I'm trying to do it. And and the reality is, is even if I didn't get her out, we you know there would be there's another way to get her out. Yeah. And, and if that doesn't work, there's another way to get her out. Sure. And, uh, you know, it's our asset. We need to protect it. And again, the, my happiest days are when we close and when we close. Yeah, you exactly. Know? I, the checks are are fun, but they, I, that that doesn't even excite me anymore. It, it, I think that's the funny part about our business. Yeah. You know, you, you make you make $100,000 on a deal, right? And you're like, oh, my God, we made $100,000. But... Yeah, the excitement wears off, you know, after a little while. You're like, yeah, great, yeah. let's move on to the next have one. You ever, have you ever been listening to a radio show and hear somebody say, well, <laughs> it's really not about the money, and you just sort of roll your eyes? Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, it's not about the money, I man. Know. It's not. I, I mean, I'm really enjoying It's the freedom. I got it I is. got some good freedom. Um, you know, I get to hang out with, with fun people. Um, you know, um, I think, you know, so your question was, how did you get into real estate? You know, I have... A long story that of, of many different positions, you know, of many different like negotiating classes, many different getting my my tail handed to me sure. multiple times, um, and in the end, I just came out as a really well-rounded, I think, businessman that's able to make decisions on the fly and live with those decisions, and that's really what kind of brought me to a place where. Where maybe we'll sell thirty million dollars with the houses, you know. Maybe we'll do seventy million dollars with the houses, you know. Yeah. And th- this was a dream. The, here's the funny thing: is when I was selling real estate, I dreamed of selling seventy million dollars of the real estate, right? Mm-hmm. And what a little, what a bad guy I was. Okay, <laughs> I, I corrected myself there, because at seventy million dollars, the average percentage is about two and a half percent. Okay. Yeah. How much of a staff would I need to close $70 million Ooh. of real estate as a real estate agent? Okay? I bet you, if I was lucky, I know I know what the national average is, and people would be surprised. Agents that sell over $20 million of real estate only retain 20% of their commission. That's the national average. That sounds about okay? right. Okay? So if I so I don't, and when it comes to organization, I'm organizationally challenged. <laughs> I don't think I would be making that much, but let's just say I was. It's, it's still, it's not enough for the aggravation. And I think that's really, that's the real game changer for me. And I love talking to agents. Now, they all think that I'm wrong. That's the like the best part sure. of it. But I don't know what I'm talking about. But, but the reality is, is that let's say you're fantastic at, at, at the, the, the process of putting together a business. Even if you could retain 25%. Of your income, yeah, it's not enough. Twenty five percent of two and a half percent, it's not enough. Or yeah. two and a quarter percent, it's not enough to to be on call twenty four seven, to take financial responsibility for all of it. If you're selling seventy million dollars, <laughs> you've got ancillary services going out to five or eight million dollars in construction, escrow, title, uh, uh, inspection fees, termites, yep. all of this stuff. The responsibility. So, so if someone doesn't get paid, 
So for instance, I have a fairly, I have a five figure, is it five figures? I have a five figure lumber bill <laughs> that Ganal Lumber came calling to me for. Yeah. This is a bill I know I already paid, but I screwed up and I didn't get my lien, my uh, final unconditional lien release. Okay, your unconditional release of final payment. Yeah. Okay, because oh. I, because I'm smart, because I'm a baller, because I'm the because <laughs> I am the most reckless guy in the world. Yeah. With my own money, with your money, Todd. <laughs> with your money? No, I'll kill people for your money. Your, yeah. your money, I, I wouldn't kill anybody. But you yeah. know what I'm saying. I hear with you. your money, I'm a I'm I am a really good guy to have, mind you. But with my money, I wasn't as uh, as as good as I should have been with it, and and so now consequently because of that, okay. Every everybody that works with me has to provide me a unconditional final release, or they don't get paid. Yeah, and it's, when and, you, when and it's you, simple. Sure, and when you deal with the big companies like Ganal, you're, you're they're they're filing, they're doing all the proper steps ahead of time because if you don't pay them, they will be able to file the lien properly to get a mechanics lien on against the property. Absolutely, they're doing it all right. There, there's a lot of like little small time contractors out there that don't do it right. So, you know, it's kind of like I already know most of them aren't prepared enough to, to file a lien to begin with. Not that we don't pay our guys, but, you know, in the event that one of them had a, a problem with yeah. it, you already know they can't file their lien. So, you know, we just, so we stopped using the waivers for the most part, you know, but when you get to like some of the bigger stuff, the bigger contracts, you yeah. got to use Well, them. I, I, I think the two of us are, have that same kind of thing. We, we, I, I can't require, you know, guys working out of their trucks to do these kind of things, but it's still, this whole situation is kind of really kind of, uh, the, the situation I'm talking about with me kind of playing fast and loose with everything has really kind of put a real sharp edge on the way, on my own practices, yeah. on what I do and how I do it, why I do things. And, uh, and I, I guess I'm saying all of this as I was telling you that I, I, I love talking to agents, telling them, you know, hey, there's something different. I didn't say better. I said something different out there. Another right. way for you to make money. Another way to do real estate. <laughs> My gosh. Yeah. You know, that's it. And that's that's the, I, I, I don't know why, I don't know why when, when I'm talking to some of these people, you know, some of them do sit down and just listen to what I have to say. But I don't know why everyone wouldn't, you know, I don't know why there's not 55 people out at the door right now beating on the door. Yeah. You know, how can I get this? How can I get this? Because this is this has truly been, you know, this has truly been, uh, you know, life uh, changing for my wife and I. You know, you you, you you know us fairly well. Yeah. I mean, we're we're not we're we're real simple people. I mean, I you know I, I'm a simple guy. I don't. Uh, yeah, you just like you having know, one Rolls Royce in yeah. the driveway. You know, I you just like having one Rolls Royce exactly. <laughs> you know, it's one private. To jet, be you know? real clear, uh, I only know like a marketing guy who flies around in jets. Here, yeah. Okay. I don't actually like do that myself. Okay. So. Um, so you know, I'm not I'm not a rap star. Okay, yeah. I do I hang out with guys that that hang out with rap stars. Yeah. The the point is, okay, is I got a simple life. I like my life to be simple. I like my you know I want to be able to put my head on my pillow at ten thirty and be asleep by a quarter to eleven, and and be able to wake up and 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 go on and go with my day, and simplicity. Is it possible that I'm talking about like thirty million dollar business and simplicity? I don't. A lot of people yes. have a real problem with that. 
I think a um, lot of people in the United States, you know, we, we sort of, we have this mentality of if you want it done right, you got to do it yourself. You know, we yeah. have, and, and the solopreneur kind of mentality. Solopreneur? Solopreneur, where you're, you know, you want to run your yeah. business completely on your own because you want all that money that's coming into the business to be for you I and think you that's only. a millennial term. That the, like, the people just like using the term solopreneur. Solopreneur, hey, but it's a good word because I started out as a solopreneur. Yeah. I, I thought I could do it all on yeah, my own. I guess I, I, I'm there too, I guess. I you just, know, because when you when you hear about the real estate agent you just talked about that only made yeah. you get they're making twenty percent of their commissions so yeah. basically of all that money that came in they're only keeping twenty percent of it you think yeah. ah that sounds like a horrible existence yeah. but they're probably not as actively doing stuff yeah. you know they're, they're they have a very comfortable simplistic sort of existence you know where most of the people are sort of yeah. handling all the day to day stuff and they get to kind of watch make sure it's all going right, hire, fire, do all the stuff they need to do. But. Yeah, well, they, and they get paid well for doing the things they do well, and that is closing deals, uh, uh, ramrodding things when there's 45 problems and you got two days to close. Yeah. They, they're, they're really good at checking off those things. But I'll even go one step further. Like I, I remember I was uh, I, I used to work at a big uh, brokerage in, uh, in Riverside County, and... Um, we were doing our goals, and remember, you, have you ever heard of Brian Buffini? He's a uh, no. he's a like a, a real estate guru, and he had this this uh, class we were all taking, and we were all gonna we were all gonna like ten x our business. You know, oh, we we're yeah. all gonna go from forty thousand to four hundred thousand. And I remember I finally embraced the idea that I could make four hundred thousand dollars okay. selling real estate. And a couple of my buddies that like knew me, I wasn't a four hundred thousand dollar like income producer. I yeah. was not, okay? okay? <laughs> and I wasn't close to that, okay? I'll be clear. I was like a quarter of that, okay? Yeah. Like the Miller Lite. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so my buddies sort of, I could see that sort of smile on this on this corner of their mouth like, yeah, 400,000. Jim actually thinks he's going to do it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I did for them? And this was, this was the first time I ever really remember influencing people in our industry as I said, hey guys, let's sit down and figure out what that really means. And what I really wanted is I felt I felt like I knew what my expenses were. I knew I needed to make like $55,000 to pay my my house payment, my car payment, my gas, my, my, my immediate living expenses. And I had like a retirement dream and I had all of the stuff that I was saving money and, mm-hmm. and schooling funds and things like that. So I, I really figured I needed $120,000 to live and from there, what were my what were my business expenses? What were my marketing expenses? What were all of, all the giveaways that I have? All everything, all tied in. I had to make four hundred thousand dollars if I wanted to make a hundred. If I wanted to put one hundred twenty thousand dollars into my family, right? You know. And when I laid it out for them, now Brian Buffini had been talking to us for weeks on how to put this whole thing together. Yeah. They just had a problem with the four hundred thousand dollars because it's a belief. Yeah, and I, I a couple nights ago, I know we were all out, uh, a bunch of us, and we were talking about that space between your ears. Right. I, I I I'm I'm really loving the idea of I spend more time probably than ever kind of worried about that space between my ears, trying to figure out like how is it that I can get the same amount of output from from what I from what the energy that I can produce, and I look at people like. Uh, I look at the you know amazing there's there's amazing I, I without mentioning names there's all these guys and these are guys that own ten thousand apartment units yeah okay 
These are guys that when they go out and they find a 350 unit apartment building, they just put together a syndicate or they put together, they already have the team in place. They don't have to put it together. Sure. And they just purchased the property. I was down at the um, the Phoebe Christmas party with, with you guys. Oh, yeah. And I got to talk to these two guys. And they were, these guys were real intense. You could These guys were, I would call them top tier kind of players in this game. They, okay. they, they very much understood the words. They had a really good rap. And essentially, acquisitions and finance. Yeah. And so they have a fund, and their minimum invest is, investment's $50,000. Wow. They pay 9%. Wow. They pay quarterly dividends at 9%. And as long as, I mean, they have a formula. As long as it fits the formula, just like I know you have a formula, yep. I have a formula. Yep. As long as it fits it, they purchase. And... I, my sense was is that there was no like the skies was the limit for them. Uh, you're you're gonna have to help me. What kind of filings were now they can sell securities? Uh, they probably did a Reg D like a 506. So they were they were doing their best yeah. to. Uh, I, I believe what they were saying is they just got that capability. Okay. Okay. So now they can advertise. Okay, that was their big. That was the the big thing for them. Okay. And essentially, what they tried to say was, yeah, we want to buy three thousand units. Oh, then that would be a regulation okay. D five hundred six C three. There you wow. go. Yeah. There you go. Todd, there's a reason I'm here, man. <laughs> and that's it right there. Okay. Just so you can nerd out on my on my. Well, no, I love it. No, I, I don't yeah. think it's nerd out. I don't think it's nerd out. I think it's in order. If you want to purchase three thousand units a year. Yeah. Okay, and just so we're clear. 3,000 units a year in Southern California, those units produce at least twelve to $2,000 a month. So can we do the math that quickly? What's 1,500 times three? 4,500. Okay, so 4,500 times 1,000 would be $450,000 a month in income. I think I'm no, correct on that. You're doing that wrong. That's a, yeah. Is that what it yeah, is? 4,500 times 1,000. Is 4,500,000. Yeah. So $4,500,000 in income a month. Yeah. Times 12. Times 12. It's that, about $500 million a year in yeah, income. A month. They're going to produce. A month. Oh, times 12 you're talking yeah, about for, for a year. yearly Got income. It. $500 million. They're going to produce that this year. Wow. Okay. And, and if you don't. I, I mean, I'm a guy who I don't think I've dreamed that big. Okay, I yeah. really don't. I mean, I it would be neat, and that, uh, but I haven't been able to wrap my head around on a vehicle that could get me to five hundred million dollars a year yeah. in income. That's not equity position. That's income. Okay, sure. now I got to pay out a majority of it, but I don't mind paying ninety percent out on my <laughs> on my five hundred million dollars. I've decided you I'm going to pay okay that out. That? Yeah, I might even go to ninety four percent. Okay, but understanding the series d regulation d yeah reg d and what was the name of the 506 c3 yeah understanding how that operates how to put it together the components of it what 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 items are needed to actually make that a legal entity yeah. what kind of reporting is needed what kind of accounting you need for that well i think i think what's important to mention at this point since we're talking about reg d is that this is not an attempt to sell securities we're not broker dealers we know nothing about this stuff talk to your securities attorney talk to your financial advisor and your accountants about anything you plan to do with syndications because 
We're just a couple guys talking about it on the radio. We pretend to know what we're talking about. Let's just assume that. I, don't, I, don't take our you advice. Know, I got to tell you, man, that was done. Like you were like you're a champion. <laughs> like I can tell they have a really good captain at the ship. Here. It's like all of a sudden there's uh-huh. these red these these, these red, red lights start are going off? in my mind. I'm like, okay, we gotta we, we gotta, gotta, we, gotta we gotta tone it down a little bit. This is the moment where my attorney's having a field. He's oh, yeah? know, freaking out over there in the corner. Yeah. Well, you know <laughs> what, I, what I what I love about it is there's somebody listening to the show right now that is saying to themselves. Wow, I got to check that out. But that's big leagues. You know what I mean? Like, I remember going to a conference years ago and they started talking about this stuff. You know, like, you hear about, you know, putting together deals with other people's money, right? Mm-hmm. Like OPM, like mm-hmm. other people's money. It's the It's so rock. sexy, isn't it? I know, yeah. yeah like, because like, you're thinking, I don't have any money. The problem is the people want to be paid back. Yeah, they do. <laughs> but, you know, like, you don't have any money. And if you yeah. want to get into this business, you can do it with no money in your pocket. But you need other people's money, and if you start playing with other people's money, you need to know the regulations and the mm-hmm. rules involved. Because if you screw up, you know you're risking jail yeah. time. You're risking some serious problems. So you know it's it's a it's, but it's a big time. You know when you really yeah. get good at this business, you can really start employing that on a much higher level and yeah. start bringing capital. And then these syndications where you're buying three thousand units at a time, it's just mm-hmm. you know you're just like it's just another reg defiling. It's yeah. just another thing. We're just putting together a new fund for this. So well, once I, you understand the concept of it, and once you've done it a couple of times, especially on the smaller scale, you know, then you can talk about the you know the high level stuff where you're buying a skyscraper, you know, and you're buying not just a skyscraper but multiple skyscrapers. You're pretty much what Donald Trump did. It's interesting, <laughs> isn't it? It is very interesting. You know, and I, I I have to tell you, I love coming to the crg.org site. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, be, I don't uh, even know what that is. You don't. You don't have crg.org. Of you're, course, you're, I know you. You're do. probably talking about crg.email. Oh, them too. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. I uh, thought it was know, crg.org. No big deal. It's crg.email. <laughs> crg.email. So at that site, okay, when I when I logged in, you guys you guys sent out a lot of really good information. Okay, mm-hmm. it was nice to see that come back. And I guess really when I when I when I start looking to who I'm going to kind of replicate and that's really come on that's all we do right yeah i mean uh you know uh being able to see good information that's published properly that's that's well thought out it's something that uh that i I, you you guys are going to laugh at me but just a couple of days ago i remember looking through my email because uh once once you go to it's the crg.com email and then you put in your information and then you get a big package of stuff back yeah you get a big email okay? from us exactly yeah so i remembered i was like oh I, I i could use that i remember seeing it somewhere and then i remembered it was from that email so i'm going back i mean i i signed up for that like months ago <laughs> yeah and i'm going back through my email trying to figure out where i'd saved it and then boom i found it and i was able to get get the information i was looking for but but that's that's you know back to the education part of this it's like that's the part I love, and I love being able to kind of, uh, you know, hook up with uh, with all of these different people, and and uh, so how did I get into real estate? I failed miserably at a lot of different things. I figured out that real estate is really cool because of the ready available of cash. You can go to any bank and get a loan for a house. Oh yeah. If you wanted to buy a jet. Not a lot of banks are in the business of writing forty million dollar loans for my G six, uh, yeah, yeah, my my big jet that I've got. Right. Okay. Or I've, a friend of mine was talking about 
uh, hey, I, I know where this jet, you know, it's worth 20 million. We could probably buy it cheap and we could put these new motors on it that are more silent than, or that, that, that meet the regulations of today. Sure. So yeah, you got to spend a million dollars to up, upgrade the motors, <laughs> okay? But now you've got something you can resell for, for a, a nice profit, yeah. okay? So I mean, it's essentially the business we're in already. Yeah. The problem is, is that ev- like there's five banks we can walk to here, and I'll bet you none of them will give me a loan to a purchase the jet or to b put a million dollars into the upgrade of. KCAA Loma Linda, 10:50 a.m. 106.5. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com listen.